Hi, this is Catherine and you're listening to the One Calm Voice podcast. It's lovely to have you along today. What I'm going to be discussing today is how to manage or be a One Calm Voice when you're in the grips of a low mood. Now, this episode today is inspired by a a message that I got, a correspondence that I got from a listener who suggested that you know that I must never experience a low mood. How would I know what to do if I was in the grips, in the grip of a low mood, in the midst? I was um, mixing two words there, but in the midst of a low mood, I can tell you that um, everybody and anybody in the whole wide world will experience the sensation of a low mood. Okay, it's part of what it is to be human. You know, that sense maybe of disillusionment sometimes when we're disappointed by how life or even smaller situations within life is turning out. Okay, it's different than what we expected. Um, sometimes low mood can come a- come upon us w- without um, warning. You might be absolutely feeling really great you know, on top of everything, you know, steady as you drift off to sleep at nighttime. And then the next morning you might wake up just with that sense of, yeah, no, something doesn't feel right today. Now, what can sometimes happen when people wake up with that sense? Oh, no, I'm just not feeling myself today. They try to mask it. Okay. They try to cover it up. They do anything they can to avoid feeling or acknowledging the low mood. Now, there can be a a myriad of reasons why that happens. I would say there's layer upon layer upon layer. I will touch on a few. Now, why would we not want to acknowledge that we're not feeling okay, that we're feeling a little down, that we're feeling a little low? The first one is because of what other people would think. They might think that we're weak You know, because another layer is this, the public perception, the general perception of mental health is usually pertaining to mental illness. Okay, there's not really enough proactivity about our mental health, how to stay mentally healthy. Okay, not in the same way as our physical health. And then the other thing, of course, to mask is because we don't want to deal with we're frightened of dealing with our own mental health so we mask we mask by putting on the face the smiley saying oh no jeez everything is grand oh no sure i'm flying yeah no bother oh yeah i'm achieving loads i'm doing loads oh sure i'm busy i'm flat out busy please stop talking about me please stop talking to me please just let me get on with it don't ask me any questions Okay, we mask. The way we might mask it, that's how we mask it to the outside world, to our own internal world. We mask by, you know, maybe excessive alcohol, drugs, food, sex, mm, social media, anything, oh, TV watching, any kind of distraction to keep ourselves looking outward and not looking inward but the feeling remains the feeling remains okay whether we look at it or don't look at it the feeling of the low mood is there okay so what can we do okay the first thing I would say is to try and allow yourself 
to even look towards the low mood, the feeling of the low mood. Now, you might think to yourself, oh, Jesus, I can't do that. And the first step might be just to even acknowledge, oh, gosh, I don't feel great. The second step might be to acknowledge when somebody asks you, how are you doing today? That you might catch yourself as you say, oh, no, Jesus, I'm grand. That you might notice, oh, I said that now and that's not true. The next person that asks you, how are you getting on? You might say, oh, geez, you know what? I'm not actually great today. I don't feel great. Okay, so now what we're doing is we're shining a little light on the low mood. If you find yourself, and it's more difficult, I know, if you find yourself avoiding through excessive alcohol, food, drugs, you know, any other kind of distraction. That's a little bit more difficult. Okay, it takes a little bit more work, but it's still possible that you might notice, oh, yeah, I know I'm reaching for extra food or extra drink or drugs and just to even notice that. Now, you mightn't even be in a position when you're in the grips of a low mood, you mightn't even be in a position to prevent yourself from doing that initially. But if you could notice that that's what's happening, if you could notice that your behavior, your your behavior is um is being decided upon by your your desire to avoid acknowledging how you feel. This can be all kind of heavy stuff, guys, you know, but it's real and it's true and it's happening for lots of people. It happens for everybody. Everybody can experience a low mood. Okay. Now, in the real grip of that low mood, it might be all you can do to acknowledge I'm in a low mood. That might be enough. Just to acknowledge that. And then if you could hold it within yourself. Now, now hold this this thought within yourself now. That's what I mean. Hold this belief within yourself and this understanding and this knowledge that I won't always feel this way. This feeling will pass. I won't always feel this way. And even if this is a crappy day, this is not a crappy life. So I'm not feeling myself. This feeling will pass. I won't always feel this way. And even if this is a crappy day, this is not a crappy life. I'm not feeling myself. I won't always feel this way. This feeling will pass. Even if this is a truly crappy day, this is not a crappy life. And if we could 
acknowledge that within ourselves to begin with. And guys, that's, there's a lot of work in that. Okay. And if you're in the grips of a low mood, some of that will be possible for you. Other parts of it will not. But if we could even consider that. Okay. Now, the next thing to consider is how we work proactively on our mental health when we're not in the grip of a low mood. And like people will say that, oh, I'm happy, I'm relaxed, I'm calm, I'm, you know, floating through my life. I work quite hard at that. And when I say I work quite hard at that, it's not a chore for me, but it is always, there is always an awareness of checking in with what is actually happening in my world at this moment. Now, not um, obsessively so, because I still have many roles in my life. Okay, many roles that need to be fulfilled, many practical things that need to be fulfilled. But what I will say is this. I am acutely aware every day that when I wake up, I wake up, okay, that I have another day, that this is a precious gift. I am aware I have a home. I am aware I have a family whom I love and they love me. And that is a precious gift. I am aware I have the ability to get myself out of bed. I have my health and that is a precious gift. And that is something to be grateful for. I go downstairs. I have food. That is a precious thing. That is a gift. I have the ability within myself to look after myself, to cook for me and for my family. I have dishes to wash. That means I have people I eat with. I have my own transport. I can hop in the car and drive wherever I need to drive to go to the shop. I have money to pay for things. All good things. All very boring, mundane. Part of the daily routine that can so easily get... um, you know, ignored and taken for granted. Even the simplest thing like the breath in your body. The life in your body. You know, and it sounds even, you know, silly even saying that. But it is the most crucial, the most profound of all of our experiences that we have the breath in our body and we have life in our body. And John Kabat-Zinn for one says, if you have breath in your body, there is more right with you than is wrong with you, no matter what is wrong with you. What I will say there is, yes, that is true. But I will also say that on a day when you are experiencing a low mood, that is too far for you to stretch. Okay, you might not be able to fully appreciate that. That might even bring a little bit of guilt because you're thinking, oh, look, I'm here and I have breath and 
Why do I feel so down? Some, guy, some days, guys, you're going to feel down. That's part of life. But remember, the work that you do in those days when you are in a, a, a lighter mood, that will stand to you when the low mood comes. Okay, that will stand to you. So each day, each day when you wake up and you see and you appreciate and you are aware of exactly what is happening in your life, exactly all of the things that you have that you can be truly grateful for, you practice that. Okay, you practice that, you acknowledge that, you see that, you feel that. You are thankful for that. And the low mood will come. And when the low mood comes, we allow ourselves to feel it. We do the best that we can to not avoid. Now, I know that that can be hard. I know that that can be hard. But if we could allow ourselves to feel and that if somebody says to you, how are you doing? Or Jesus, are you sad? See, it's so hard sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sad. You know, or else you could say, ah, you know, just one of those days. And people will respond to that because everybody has had just one of those days. And if on the days which, when we're not in the midst of that low mood, we are proactive about our mental health. And we see mental health not as mental illness, but as an integral part of our experience, an integral part of our life. That's something that needs to be tended to, something that needs to be taken care of. And there is no shame in that. It is really important that we mind ourselves, that we mind those minds. And that there is no shame. Everybody has a low mood. Everybody has a down day. Everybody has. Ah, sure, look, one of those days. Allow yourself to feel it. At the same time, remember. I'm not feeling myself today. I won't always feel this way. This feeling will pass. And even if this is a crappy day, it is not a crappy life. Okay? Even if I'm having a bad day, I am not having a bad life. Perhaps today I'm not feeling myself. I'm in a low mood. I won't always feel this way. This feeling will pass. And even if this is a crappy day, this is not a crappy life. As always, thank you so much for coming along and for listening. I hope that... Um, my words have made some sense to some people, even if it's just a one person. We're all connected. We all share 
the same sort of struggles, the same sort of joys. And I think that that is part of the wonder of our um, shared human experience and humanity. Now, I'm grateful for my voice. I am grateful for my voice. (laughs) And even if I don't always know what to say, I am grateful that I can speak. I am grateful for my voice. Maybe you could think about what you're grateful for today. Thank you for your hearts, your minds, your ears, for listening, for coming along, and in particular for listening to the very end. This is Catherine, and you have been listening to the One Calm Voice Podcast.